This is episode 247 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. This time I joined by Andrew Boyjock, founder of Lovium.com, and we discuss how to harness the power of email to grow a successful e-commerce business. So let's get started. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Let me introduce Lantern, the ultimate quiz building Shopify app. Seamlessly guiding shoppers through custom quizzes, Lantern is leading them through their ideal products while gathering invaluable information. By understanding and addressing unique user preferences, Lantern transforms browsing into a tailored journey and during each visitor finds exactly what they are seeking. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. Be a smart e-commerce marketer and grow your digital team faster without spending a ton on hiring, enabling you to grow your business faster. Visit smart-ecommerce-marketing.com for details or simply click the link in the show notes. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Do you, as a merchant, have ever had the feeling that your online store is getting most out of your email marketing? A lot of merchants have exactly that feeling. So today we'll dive a little bit deeper into email marketing strategy, set up metrics and find places to tweak and improve your email marketing. For that reason, I have Andrew Boychuk with me on the show. He's the founder of Lovium, an email marketing agency for e-commerce at Lovium.com. Andrew and his family moved to the US in 2004. Before launching Lovium, Andrew spent nine years working in corporate America, advancing from a junior position to senior project manager at the Clarion Group. He focused on designing integrated smart building design solutions, and in 2017, he created Lovium to help business realize the full potential of email marketing. So let's dive right into it. Hi, Andrew. How are you today? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me on the call. Yeah, yeah. Great to have you on the show today. Email marketing, I'm getting so many bad emails every day. It's a, a very difficult topic for a lot of merchants out there to get it right. How did you get into it? What do you see on a day-to-day -day basis? What are merchants doing with email marketing? I started back in 2014 was my email marketing journey, but I did email marketing for myself, for my own company, for my own side hustle. I used to work in corporate America in technology company where we were developing solutions for like smart building technology. Uh, smart buildings, but for commercial buildings like skyscrapers, not the residential. And a site hustle was a website, a portal for Ukrainian immigrants who came to America and helped them assimilate with uh, this lifestyle, with how finance system works, how a bank system works, considered like online magazine to personalize journeys, depends somebody who just came to US versus somebody who lived here or somebody planning to come to US. We use email marketing to customize those journeys and to feed them different information. Back in 2014, I started learning how to do it myself. I took a lot of courses, attended webinars and started to like doing this for myself. Fast forward to late 2016, I quit my corporate job and start freelancing. So I started doing email marketing for other companies, but it was all over the spectrum. We are doing projects for dentists for lawyers. And when I did my first e-commerce project, I realized that like, wow, it's so easy to show the value of my work. 
because you send few emails, good crafted emails, targeted emails, and you see the immediate return of that email. So it's easier to show to my clients how much money I generated to their brands. Probably took me two years to realize that I need to niche down. So then in 2019, we start focusing only on e-commerce brands. And since then we built a company now more than 80 employees in the companies. We served a lot of clients. I, I don't have the exact numbers, but way over like two, 300 different brands, some projects, uh, just like a few months of work. Sometimes some projects, they was us over the three years. Okay. Now, obviously you're seeing a lot of emails set up flows, automations, campaigns on a daily basis. As we're going into the Q4 season, so the strongest season of the year for e-commerce merchants with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatsoever, what should they do to get everything right to make the most out of the sales season? I'll start from the basic answer is like they need to plan ahead because this is the busiest time for our sales department. I don't know why, but in November. Why? Because people like late to the game and they're like, oh, I need to set up email marketing, but it's like already November and it's like really late and we have to like turn them down or say like, we are not able to support you for that period of time. So the best advice that can give you, like right now we're recording in September, this will be featured in October. This is a great time to prepare for November, plan out the November and this two months. I would strongly recommend to put the focus on collecting those emails or phone numbers for SMS. So put a heavy pressure on advertising social media to attract those clients, maybe not conversion into sales, but conversion to email subscribers. Why? Because you will leverage those email subscribers when it's the season with, with the sales and it would be the best time to kind of, to convert them to first time customers or multiple customers. Growing your email list is obviously one of the most important parts because it's owned marketing. Once you have the email address in your list, it's much better than running Facebook ads and whatsoever. When it comes to growing your list, what kind of strategies do you recommend to merchants to do so without being completely sales focused? So one strategy that worked well for the past few years, many brands implemented, we are implementing for some of the brands is like sign up for early bird discounts. So you are not giving them any discount today, but you letting them know if you sign up today, you will be the first one in the line to get our Black Friday, Cyber Monday discount. So you're not revealing how much discount you will give them to add to the strategy when they sign up. You sending them confirmation message. Yes, we got your email. You are in our system and you will be the first one to get the email. But in that email, I would strongly recommend to include some like gift card or some incentives for them to buy today. Pay something while you're waiting until Black Friday, Sharper Monday, here's $10 gift card, $20 gift card. Depends what is your profit margin. I would not recommend to do percentage. Why? Because percentage doesn't have like such a big value versus like dollar amount. Some brands do have a limit, so maybe they will give you $20 off a voucher, but you have to spend like $50. Some brands do not. It depends on your strategy, depends how much like revenue you want to drive. So this is one strategy. Another great strategy is that also I learned probably two years ago to run giveaway, but not like 
generic giveaway, like there's an iPhone giveaway, make it related to your brand, but also partner up with two to five brands in your, who share your audience. So for example, if you are like in well health and wealth or a fitness industry, have a one brands who sell maybe some like sneakers, another brand sell like protein powder. Another brand sell maybe magazine subscription or something in this industry. Collectively run one giveaway, drive traffic to one giveaway and the share list uh, of those customers. And let people know that you will announce the winner in during Black Friday, Cyber Monday or in that week. But same strategy as with the early access. When they opt in, give them something, say, hey, why are you waiting to find out if you won or not? Here's $20 coupon watchers that you can spend today in our store. I like these ideas specifically with the pre-sign up for a discount. I've never heard that. That's an absolute brilliant idea. Now, the power of email lies in segmentation and a lot of people just blasting it out to their whole list. Give me some ideas and strategies when it comes to a good segmentation idea or strategy. Sure. But before I would like to highlight what you just said about segmentation and give you an example that we run for one of our clients. We did a split test. So we were trying to prove to the client that blasting one email to the entire list is not a good strategy. Yes, maybe you will make more money, but long term you will hurt your deliverability, which will hurt your revenue in the future as well. So this is the test we did and we did it five times. So there's no doubt that the test is successful. One campaign was a product release and we sent this campaign to generic list to everybody. And the same campaign, nothing changed except who we send it to. We send it to people who express interest in this product category. First, all in segment was 100,000 subscribers. And it generated around like 7,000. It's like, was like around like $10,000. The second segment was 10,000 people, but it generated around like more than 20 or even $30,000. So basically this segment size was 10 times smaller, but generate two or three X, three or four X of the revenue. So it shows you the power of segmentation. So for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, there's like four segments that we like to focus on. And also the ESP that we work with called Clavio. We are a lead partner with them and they strongly recommend to focus on those four segments as well. So first of all, it's like DAP, somebody who spent three X of your average order value with you or somebody who place three plus order with you. So it means they're not one-time buyer there. So they purchased three times or more with you. So another, like somebody who engaged with your emails, depends what is your engagement means, but let's say in the last 60 days, again, if you are selling mattresses, your engagement window might be like 180 days or even like 365 days. If you're selling, like, for example, socks, it might be like much, much short engagement window. People who purchased with you in the past, let's say one-time buyer, but they did not buy again with you. So this is great season to win them back. The last segment is people purchased with you last year. So they purchased last year during like November, during like Friday, Cyber Monday week, hit them again 
with maybe special offer incentives or maybe just a copy personalized for them to make another purchase. And by the way, so there's some brands who run zero discount during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and it doesn't mean that you have to discount your product heavily. You can do maybe zero discount, but offer something that have a high perceived value. And now a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode. Let's take a moment to spotlight Lantern, not just another app, but the highlight of quiz building expertise. Imagine a digital guiding light artfully steering your eagle shoppers through interactive quizzes titled just for them. Lantern offers more than direction. It's an insight gatherer capturing valuable data from every user response. This isn't merely about quizzes, but understanding, adapting and curating a shopping experience so personal, so refined that each visitor feels like the journey was crafted solely for them. Dive into the world of personalized e-commerce and watch as every browser transforms into a satisfied customer. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. Be a smart e-commerce marketer and grow your digital team faster without spending a ton on hiring, enabling you to grow your business faster. Visit smart-ecommerce-marketing.com for details or simply click the link in the show notes. That sounds absolutely great. You brought up one keyword and I want to dive a little bit into that. A lot of people don't know what that is. It's the word deliverability. And that's saying, yeah, I think that's something you just explain what it is, because I think a lot of people do not really know what it means to blast out to the whole list and how it impacts actually your email marketing. Deliverability is the, the basic foundation of email marketing. So everybody starts from what is your open rate? What is your click through rate? And those are important KPIs. But if you have a bad deliverability, meaning people either getting into your emails, either getting to your customer inbox or not. If, if they are not getting to their inboxes, you have bad deliverability. If they get it in, you have good deliverability. There's a lot of like technical things you need to do to improve your deliverability, but rule of thumb, you need to send emails to people who engage with your email. So you don't want to send it to somebody who stopped opening your emails two years ago, or even one year ago, you want to send it only to people who engage with your emails. And this is your job as a brand, or this is your job as a market marketeer to make sure people do engage with your emails that they open. This is the bare minimum. And also this is like the new Apple privacy. You don't even know if they open or not. So it's more important for them to either click in your email or maybe engage in some other way, like respond to your email. If they responding to email, this is very, very good sign to inbox provider that like, Hey, this person want to engage with this brand. Any future email will be placed in the inbox. I was on another podcast episode and this person shared that one strategy is that you can use saying, Hey, you can get the discount if you reply to this email. And the person said like, yes, I like it, but if I send it to 100,000 people, even 50,000 people respond, it's, it's like unbelievable hard to reply to each one with a discount. So one trick or tactic you can use, you will have specific mailbox and set it up out of office and say, hey, we're running this promotion, but I'm out on vacation but I don't want you to miss the discount. So make it as an auto office response saying, Hey, this is the discount. So this way it will automate, but it will be personalized and it would be a real human being experience. That's really golden nugget. I have never heard that before, but that's a really good idea. A really good trick to deal with that. 
Now, you're obviously a Klaviyo partner, and I think Klaviyo is the platform. If you're on Shopify, there is actually no yes. other option to be, in my opinion. I'm using Klaviyo for years, very happy with it. How do you help your clients with moving over to Klaviyo? Or if they're already on Klaviyo, how do you help them to optimize their email marketing? I didn't say it publicly because we just have this kind of partnership with Klaviyo, but we do free migrations because Klaviyo does, do not offer any services. So if there's somebody on the line because they don't have resources to move, we help them to migrate for free. If they want to continue working with us, of course, there's a service fee. But if they just want migrations, they can leverage our service, our team, our expertise to do the migration and take it from there. This is about migration. And the second question you said, how to set up. Once your clients are on Klaviyo, how do you help them with optimizing their marketing? First, analyze what they have, because some clients have like zero automation, for example, and we do know that automations are crucial in email marketing. And some clients, we go to their account, they have hundreds of different automations. So we always start, if they have no or a lot, we evaluate what is their brand is and show them the foundation. And even if they have, let's say, few dozens of automations, sometimes we notice that they are missing some fundamental automation. For example, like maybe two-time buyers or win back or maybe sunset flows. The sunset flow is this is common one who a lot of brands are missing. And I have a full video where I describe what it is and how to set it up. But shortly, I'll explain that sunset flow is somebody who stopped engaging with your email. And this is the crucial automations to help with your deliverability. Because I said before, if, let's say, if you know that after 120 days, if nobody opens your email, the good practice would be to clean, to suppress those subscribers because they are damaging your deliverability. So we have automation, which hits, we have a segment which triggers the automation, which says if a person did not open any email in the last 120 days and never click on any of the emails, please start this automation. And we start this automation and typically it's like three emails. Our goal here not to make a sale. The main goal here is for them to engage with your email. So we strongly recommend in this email to send a text-based emails because they have a higher chance to get to the person inboxed. And when they open or when they click in one of those emails, we will remove them from the sunset flow and they will go to the engage segment. But the rest of people who did not engage with this automation, we need to suppress them or unsubscribe them from your platform. In this case, Clavio. Like for example, for you, it would be Clavio. Why? First of all, you're paying money for those subscribers. Second, they are hurting your deliverability. There's zero value. And actually there's negative value in keeping those people in your account. And third, by unsubscribing, it doesn't mean you're losing them. They still in your system, but will not be able to send them uh, emails. So they are able to resubscribe in the future. Yeah, I think it's a crucial step to re-engage people to become more engaged on your list and also to clean your list. I know a lot of marketers and merchants out there are too scared to clean their list because it might really in the first place a huge dip on numbers they have, but you're 100% right. It helps with the quality of your list and it saves a lot of money. So here's one more thing, for example, for you, since you use Klaviyo and it may be possible in other ESP to create a segment for people who stop engaging with your emails, but they are visiting your website. You can create that pop-up 
specifically for them and not to opt in, but announce like, listen, we send you a few emails. You're not opening. So check your spam folder or something. So this is like, you are able to show them personalized message only for those group of people. And this is how you can recover some of people. They will probably check your spam folder and like, oh, you're in spam and click unspam, which will also improve your deliverability. You said before you're working with a lot of brands. Who's your perfect customer? Are you working with specific niches or verticals or industries more than with others? So majority of our brands are in CPG space, consumer packaging goods. So like food, beverage, cosmetics. And another majority of our brands are like fashion and apparel. So clothing, shoes, accessories. So those are two biggest group, but we don't shy away from any industry in e-commerce space. How does the typical onboarding process look like? After we provide all the accesses that we need, we have a kickoff call. And before the kickoff call, we have a discovery questionnaire, extensive form where client provides us all of the information, branding guide, brand voice, their stats, kickoff call. And after kickoff call, the first step we do evaluate everything they have in the account. Uh, we create a, a customized email marketing strategy for automations, as well as a marketing calendar for campaigns. Then we present it to the client after the client approve it. Sometimes they do, don't do approve on the spot. Sometimes we need to make few revisions. So after they approved, we start working on what we presented. And during this initial strategy, we also present them three email designs with a copy for different one for campaign, one for welcome flow and one for abandonment card because those are like different groups of emails. So client can see and provide us feedbacks. Okay. That sounds great. How does your pricing structure look like? Our email cost is like between $500 to $900 per email, but it depends how many emails you need per month. Higher the volume of emails, the lower the cost per email. Okay. That makes absolutely sense. Now, before we come to the end of our coffee break today, are there any thoughts or ideas that you want to share with the listeners that we haven't talked about yet? We discussed already the deliverability. Brands need to focus. A lot of brands disregard this. It's very crucial and important right now. It's hard, getting harder and harder to get into people's inboxes. And for other brands who are just starting out or maybe don't have any email marketing in place yet, start at least with one email for automation. So maybe welcome, abandonment card, and post-purchase when somebody purchased. This automation have at least one email in each. So we're, we're talking about three emails. Do you need more? 100%. But those are like basic, the fundamentals that will set you for success in the future. Okay. Now, you have already given a ton of good tips and gold nuggets away. Where can people find more about you guys? Yeah, you can simply go to Florium, F-L-O-W-I-U-M.com. We have a podcast, we have a blog, we have a YouTube, everything. We share a lot of free content that you can learn. You don't have to even hire us. But if you don't have bandwidth to do it, I would like to talk to you. Maybe there's some opportunity for us to partner up. Yeah, I've checked out your website. There's really a ton of good resources out there. So I really recommend uh, our listeners to go there and have a look. Andre, thanks so much today. I could talk for hours about e-commerce marketing because I love it a lot. But e-commerce coffee break is coming to an end today. Thanks so much for your time and talk soon. Thank you. Hey, Klaus here. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Before we wrap things up, I've got a couple of important points to share. 
Firstly, if you have enjoyed today's episode and want to support the show, here's a simple way to do it. Help me out with that algorithm magic by liking, commenting, and subscribing on your favorite podcast app. And if you're feeling extra generous, leaving a rating would be great. Your support helps me bringing more impactful guests on the show, and it makes it easier for others to discover the podcast. Secondly, I want to talk about to all your business owners out there. Here's a question. Are you tired of juggling everything in your business while struggling with your marketing tasks? Fed up with hit and miss experiences of hiring freelancers or agencies that don't quite get your vision? But perhaps you're not ready to commit to a full-time in-house marketer just yet. Well, I've got a solution for you. Introducing our fractional marketing team. My team and I provide top-notch experienced marketing professionals to become an extension of your business. Not only will they save you up to 50% on cost compared to traditional hires, but they also take care of all this time-consuming, repetitive and complex marketing tasks that have been holding you back. And this way, you can concentrate on what truly matters, the core of your business. To learn more about how we can help you to scale up your online sales with a fractional team member, head over to our website, smart-ecommerce-marketing.com, or reach out to me directly and I'll get you the details. You will find the links in the show notes. Thanks for being a part of our podcast community and remember your support means the world to me. Until next time, see you then. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. Let me introduce Lantern, the ultimate quiz-building Shopify app. Seamlessly guiding shoppers through custom quizzes, Lantern is leading them through their ideal products while gathering invaluable information. By understanding and addressing unique user preferences, Lantern transforms browsing into a tailored journey and during each visitor finds exactly what they're seeking. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial.